Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, look, I have a really really amazing treat today um i'm gonna go ahead and bring her in and then we'll we'll talk more about about blake moeller here in just a second but i want to introduce you to uh blake moeller she's from ocean springs and she just uh she played in germany pro uh volleyball last year she's going to be playing in switzerland coming up we're going to talk a lot about all those things but before we go any further let me just say good morning to you blake how are you i'm good how are you Doing fantastic. Doing fine. Hey, Blake, I'm going to tell you a quick story. You may not know this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. So here's the, early in my career, I worked at Mississippi Power Company for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I worked in the purchasing department. And at the time, your grandfather, uh, Walter Williams, also mm-hmm. worked at Mississippi Power. And I, I knew him and gained great respect for him. And as a result of that, I got to know Keith Sr. and your mother, Kathy. And then fast forward, <clears throat> then Keith's son marries my daughter. <laughs> and they have kids. And, you know, I, I, as I mentioned off the, off the air, <clears throat> I feel like you're part of our family. And we're really proud of you. But it has been a terrific family to to have the opportunity to be part of. I, I've always thought the world of Jan and Walter uh, Williams. And then, of course, your mother. Uh, she's a big fan of Coast View and a, and a good yes, so uh, you know, all the dots connect. It's a, it's amazing. So I'm glad. Now we're just one big family. <laughs> it really is. And then you're part of the Moeller family. The Moeller family has such a rich history in Ocean Springs. And I think when people think of the Moeller family more recently, they think of the unfortunate uh, family loss that you guys have had to incur and the impact it had on Tata Nut Donut Shop. But thank God, you know, even in your uncle's passing, you know, family's going to going to keep the uh, the legacy going. I bet you're glad. Mm-hmm. To see that i am i am it was definitely hard to watch across the world um like seeing my family go through that but i think also the community was a big part in like picking them back up and keeping them going um so hopefully they'll be opening up in the first first few weeks of june i'm thinking i know they're doing trial runs but shoot i'm ready for a tato night it's been over a year and a half since i've had one <laughs> it's good so. well look uh, Blake, you went to Ocean Springs High, then you, you, had, you had you had really good success there playing volleyball. You went to Purdue University Boilermakers, and you can't help but think about Drew Brees when you think about the Boilermakers. <laughs> He's actually been to some of your games, hasn't he? Yep, he actually sat. We were playing Minnesota, and we, like, line up before the matches um, to do the national anthem and everything. And I, like, look by my shoulder, and he's standing there. And I'm like, okay, my coach is going to yell at me if I turn around and introduce myself because I'm supposed to be focusing on the game. But, like, when am I ever going to get this opportunity to do it again, which I didn't get to. But I do have a cool picture of him standing literally right behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he represented Purdue really well. But you picked a really Mm -hmm. fine university to go to. You got got a great education there. And you played for one of the, the top volleyball programs in the United States. That was a that was a heck of an experience, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was. It was. I'm very fortunate to be able to end up at such a great university. So you um, 
What I like about it, though, is that you studied. So you were yeah, academic All-American. You did, uh, you know, you had, y'all had really good success there. And I, I think that I remember a conversation you and I had along the way. It wasn't long before you graduated because you were thinking about, you know, what am I going to do next? Am I going to go to graduate mm-hmm. school? Am I going to go to law school? You know, what am I going to do? What if I get this chance to go overseas and play volleyball? And when you mentioned that to me, my son, Justin, as you well know, is our, our little world traveler. He's been all over the mm-hmm. world and it, how it changes perspective of having that opportunity and i said if you get the opportunity blake you need to go do that i mean you need to you need to go do it next thing i know you're headed to seoul germany and um it, which is for people who don't know where that is is literally in the middle of germany mm-hmm. you don't know a lick of german tell me about that experience It was really cool. You know, um, I had hip surgery following my career at Purdue. So going through that rehab process and right before that, I had torn my shoulder and played on it for two years. So it was kind of a long career of pain um, and dealing with that. And I was finally at this point where I was like, you know, I have time to rest, recover. Like, I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to be at practice for four hours a day. And then COVID happened and I was able to come home, which I hadn't been home for longer than three weeks at a time in four and a half years. It was crazy. Um, so part of me was like, you know, what if I do give this up? I had already, um, gotten all of my letters of recommendations written to go to law school, um, and apply there and do stuff like that. Um, but my dad decided to take me on a three hour car ride to Jackson and I had no idea what was coming after. And he lectured me the whole way home. And he was like, Blake Elizabeth, you better not give this up. You've put so much work into it. You've literally been playing sports since you were shoot probably four years old. Um, and this is something that you've always wanted to do. Like, I, I get that you want rest and I get you want a break, but like pretty much you're stupid. If you give this up, you literally are going to get paid to travel around the world. Um, and so by the end of that car ride, I had contacted an agent and I said, can you please sign me or else my dad's going to make me get a job and grow up. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I signed with the agent and then within the week he had me a deal in Germany. So it all happened pretty quickly, but I was very fortunate the way that it did happen. Um, well, and then hey, well, I was just to say what was inspiring about that though, was that the way you dedicated yourself to your rehab, because mm-hmm. you know, you, it's not like you came out of college healthy and ready you had mm-hmm. were, i think you had surgery i think after that or right yep, january right after and then and then you had to do rehab and um i mean it was you had to really commit yourself and we talk a lot a lot about focus and you know discipline and all that on the show all the time but it, it really did create that opportunity for you to get focused didn't it it did. It did. Which I've, I've always dealt with things like this in my career. I don't think there's been a time in my life where I've been 100% healthy for longer than a month. Um, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I guess I pushed myself a little too hard. Um, so it, it's always been something that I've been used to doing, like really putting my body first. Uh, but actually getting uh, in the professional league and not having the resources that I had in college. I mean, we had physios and we had like people that would help us. But I mean, at that point, it's your, it's your career. Like you can decide whether or not you're going to put what you want into your body to be as successful as they, you can be. Um, so when I got injured, I actually got injured in Germany. I tore my hamstring January again this past year um, and was supposed to be out for the rest of the season. And I kind of like looked at myself and I told myself, you know, you can either come back harder um, and really learn how to be a professional athlete at this point, or you can like give in and give up. Um, So I kind of completely turned my life around. Uh, Like my diet wise, I I call myself a part-time plant-based eater now because that really helped me heal. Um, And just like waking up every morning, having my cup of coffee, 
calling and telling my family good night <laughs> while I'm starting my day. Um, and really just journaling, devo- doing my devotion, stuff like that. Uh, I, I think I really learned how to be a professional at that point in my career. Um, so it's, it's weird that injuries have caused me to like put this type of discipline into myself, but it, it's really helped me in the long run. Well, I mean, it's, it's about, I mean, it's, it's, it is about discipline for sure, but it's about learning how to be resilient mm-hmm. and okay. Just take the professional career side for a second. Just, just the life lessons about how to be resilient. I mean, what you're really describing is you're literally growing up in Germany. You're, 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 mm-hmm. you're becoming who you're going to be. And that's part of that international experience, part of being there, part of being, yeah, I love it that you said, I said, ask, I asked Blake off the air, you know, what, it, what was it like to go land in a place where virtually no one could speak English? And you tell us about your roommate. Well, I get there and a week prior, my cousin, Olivia, who coached at Ocean Springs for a while um, and then lives in Mobile now, texted me. I was like, hey, I think you're going to know the girl that's living with you. So we get into contact. Um, and long story short, we played at the same volleyball club. Uh, we had played basketball against each other in high school, um, like all these little things, but we just never knew each other because she was a few years ahead of me. And uh, we, we land at the Atlanta airport and we're like, OK, let's let's go. Like we're together, our best friends already. Like it was it was a built in friend that I had and, and in a teammate uh, as soon as I got there. So that was a really cool experience. Man, what a what a gift. What a gift to transition to such a mm-hmm. strange place. And yeah. And fortunately, it was her fourth season, I think. So she had already, you know, gotten the hang of how, how pro seasons work. So I had someone to kind of like walk me through the whole season when I needed that help. So at what point after you got to Germany, did it not feel like you were in a foreign land? I mean, just, I mean, it's like on another planet. When did it start to feel like, okay, this is my new routine and this is now my home for the time being. Tell me about that transition. Um, I won't lie. It didn't hit me until about Christmas time when I realized that, I mean, you're in our family. You realize how close we are. We sit next to you guys every Christmas mass. Like it's, it's a tradition thing. And I see all of these traditions going on at home and I'm just not there for them. Um, so I started getting a little homesick and then in January with the passing of my uncle and a few other things that had happened, I think I had like a seven day period where I don't think I know what rock bottom is, but I got pretty close. Um, and that's when I decided like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to go downhill. Like I'm going to, I'm going to really use this time. Like you said, to grow and figure out who I am. I mean, I'm 24. I always thought I knew who I was, but being away from everyone and like being isolated like that really, really forces you to grow. Um, so it took a it's few months to realize it, but part of the experience. So, you know, people think about, man, this is so exciting. You're going to Germany to play, play professional volleyball. But what in turn was really happening, even though the volleyball was fun, is this incredible life experience that was changing you. It was making you a different, a more maybe mature Blake Muller at the end of the day. When we come back, Blake, we'll just continue the conversation and talk about how exciting it's going to be to just kind of shift gears and move on to Switzerland next. What a cool uh, turn of events. We'll be be back with Blake Muller after this break. also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm having a terrific conversation with my friend, a family member, let's put it straight up, Blake Moeller, who went to Ocean Springs High, went to Purdue, then she played professional soccer, uh, soccer, listen to me, volleyball in Sewell, Germany, and she just signed to go to Switzerland. It's amazing. So we're going to talk about Switzerland, but before we do, tell about your specific skill. What is it that people, when a coach looks at you and says, man, I want to get Blake on my team, what is it that you bring? I think there's there's different sides of it. The physical aspect, I can run a pretty mean slide, um, and I think that came from playing basketball growing up, uh, and it's very similar to a layup. Um, so that's like my one talent that I have on the court. But off the court, I'm a very, and some people don't understand it sometimes, a very fiery person. Um, and even when I was getting recruited in college, that was one thing that all the coaches said was my demeanor on the court was something that they needed um, on their team. And it seems that every time I get recruited, even if it's pro college, whatever, that is one comment that a coach always makes about me. Um, and sometimes people think it's a little much. My coach sometimes uh, in Germany would be like, Blake, like, what's wrong with you? What are you on? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just happy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, look, Ann and I, Ann and I have watched many of your games and while you when you were in Germany and, you know, just to d- describe that for the audience, when, when Blake, when it's a key point of the game and Blake makes a, a, a block or, or, you know, do, does something unique or somebody on the team does something unique that gives them some advantage, Blake is a big time cheerleader for the team. And she's somebody, she's the fist pumper. She's a high fiver. She is super, super motivated to want to go do that again. Is that, is that accurate, Blake? Very accurate. Very accurate. Super, super motivated. So you come back from Germany. You sort of knew you didn't want to go back to Germany. You wanted another experience. So how did the Switzerland opportunity come to pass? Well, I actually got a text from my roommate, Danielle, that I was playing with in Germany. Um, She's back home and she was like, hey, my coach just called me about you from Switzerland. And I was like, really? And then my agent texted me the same thing. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, and I'd heard great things about the Swiss League. um, And one thing that really drew me towards it was all of the Americans are very close in that league. Um, the country's small enough to where with all the good train systems, we can all travel to see each other 24 seven. And, um, that's kind of like what Danielle told me about her experience there while we were in Germany, because I liked hearing about where she had been and like what she had been through, because, you know, you hear so many different sides of the professional world. You want to get all of the insight before you make any decisions about anything. Um, so I'd always heard great things. And then all of a sudden this opportunity comes into my lap and the coach, um, describes the program. And it's something that I really saw. Um, a fit for myself. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to get there, um, bring my fire energy and see if how they take it. Um, <laughs> I can tell when I got off the, the call with the coach, he was like, Okay, this girl, this girl really, really does have some energy with her. But. Well, you, uh, it's called the Swiss Volleyball A1 League, and they were actually, mm-hmm. this team that you're joining is the, uh, was the runner-up last year. They so were. They're, mm-hmm. they're a good team. How, how do you, so what's the name of the team? How do you say that? Uh, it's the Doodingham Powercats. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep. I've never heard of a power cap before, but I guess I am one now. <laughs> so are you, uh, so as you, as you think about going to Switzerland, um, tell me about what's the process you're going through to learn about the country and where you're going and what are you looking forward to? Have you sort of done some of that kind of research? 
I haven't yet. Right now, my main focus has just kind of been enjoying enjoying family since I've been away from them for so long. Um, but I'm sure through midsummer, I'll start doing the Duolingo app on my phone, trying to learn some some language. Uh, I think they actually speak majority German. So I know it's like a different dialect of it, but hopefully I'll be able to like pick up on some words um, and kind of get acquainted to that a little bit quicker. Uh, and then I'm really looking forward. I won't lie, the chocolate and the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I would think just the just the beautiful views and the mm-hmm. scenery in Switzerland is so amazing. Um, so you did learn some German. I can understand a few words. Speaking, not so much. I get very self-conscious of not wanting to say it wrong. So I would like not talk back to people when they spoke German. Um, but a few words, especially when we're counting balls, I learn, you know, eins, why, dry, just keep going, like picking up from what my teammates said. Uh, but other than that, I really, I really couldn't speak. Danielle spoke a little bit because she was coming from Switzerland. Um, so she was kind of my translator in town. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's neat. So what are you going to do this summer and when do you head out to Switzerland? Uh, this summer I'm just training five to six days a week, really focusing on rehabbing my injuries, staying strong. Cause this season I'm really a goal of mine is to not get hurt. I'm, I'm over it. I, um, really want to put everything into my body that I can to perform at the highest level 24 seven. Um, other than that, I'm just enjoying time at home. I'm helping out at Knucklehead sometimes <laughs> just because, you know, my dad ends the building and his friends running the restaurant. Um, and then I'm also debating on getting my insurance license so that way I can work for my dad at his new insurance company. Because um, I can do that from overseas as long as I'm awake at the right hours. Um, so other than training and focusing on myself, I'm just having fun. Well, Blake, we're running out of time or have run out of time, but it has been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. And it's so fun to watch young people go pursue, you know, their life and and evolve as a person. And, you know, watching your evolution just over the past year from your Germany experience is just incredible. And uh, I can't imagine what Switzerland is going to add to that. And, you know, when you come back, when you come back to the States, you know, Lord knows where, where, you know, what, what his plan is for you. But at the end of the day, it's going to be fun watching how these experiences have shaped you into someone who will do Lord knows what in your life as, as, as time goes on. So it's been a real pleasure sharing your story. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Good to catch up. It's been a, it's been a real pleasure. This has been Blake Muller. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.